0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR on News Talk. Minister for Education, Norma Foley, you promised a stage return to normality in terms of leading cert grades. You've kicked that can down the road.
1: No, that's not quite correct, Shane. But in the first instance, could I take the opportunity to offer my sincere congratulations to the class of 2023? More than 61,000 students are today receiving their leading certificate results a remarkable group of young people who have demonstrated very significant resilience over very challenging uh, number of years due to COVID. And in congratulating them, I also very importantly want to acknowledge the enormous support that they've received from you know, their teachers, their SNAs, their school communities and, of course, their families. And in relation to the points that you you raised earlier, I want to be very clear. This is a very unique cohort of students. They did not have the privilege, nor perhaps more importantly, the experience um, of sitting any state exams. They did not sit a junior cycle exam. Um, They um, also had to contend or grapple with, if you like, an enormous degree of remote teaching and learning, um, which they did. But for for these reasons and others, they are quite unique as a cohort of students. And I did give the commitment um, that the grade profile achieved um, last year and the previous year would be a similar grade profile a- achieved this year. And we did deliver on that. But however, I think it's important to say as well, the the exams that the students sat this year were not similar to the exams they sat last year in that previously we had made uh, a number of accommodations, two rounds of accommodations on the leading certificate paper, Um For students last year, this year, there was one round of accommodations on the paper. So the papers of themselves that students are sitting are beginning to return more and more akin to what students would have would have sat in 2019. Mm. So um, in the round, you know, we are beginning to journey our way back, if you like, to what exams looked like in 2019. But we are also mindful that this cohort of students were deserving of particular supports also because of their uniqueness.
0: Well, it's they're not unique, Minister, because next year's cohort will be in exactly the same position. They didn't sit the junior cert either. So does that mean next year there'll be no uh, phased, staged return to normality?
1: No, what I have said is that Each year, the unique circumstances that pertain to each group of students um, will be taken into consideration. And I think, you know, I've always been very clear um, as Minister, my focus has always been on fairness. For the students that we would always take a student centered approach and we would do what was in the best interest of the students at a given time and their unique circumstances at a given time will be taken into consideration. So next year's cohort of students will not be exactly the same as this year's cohort of students and therefore the measures that need to be taken in relation to them will be taken at an opportune time. They won't be taken today, but they will be taken, um, you know, in an opportune time when, you know, this cohort of students have been taken care of when we have gone through, I suppose, all the aspects in terms of what needs to happen next, the receiving of the results, if those—if um, there are students who wish to um, have their papers reassessed, all of that, and then in due course, okay. you know, the appropriate arrangements will be made for the You the m- mentioned
0: course. fairness, Minister. Is it fair that a student who gets 625 points will not get their course because so many people have got 625 points uh, that it'll be decided by random selection? Is it fair to students that they get uh, courses that potentially they shouldn't be getting. And we now see a higher dropout rate. And, and third level colleges are really concerned about the grade inflation. Um, is that fair?
1: Um, well, in the first instance, I want to say it is fair that all students received uh, a similar uplift. You know, uh, there was, you know, it, in the aggregate, as I said, um, all students received, you know, the the You know, the grade profile in the aggregate that was received this year is similar to what has been received uh, in previous years. That's fair in terms of the circumstances for this group of students. In terms of random selection, I want to be very clear, you know, never has more been done in the instance of providing additional places and competitive courses. I want to acknowledge the work of of, um, uh, Minister Harris in this regard. So for example um, over the the last uh, number of years we've seen um, more than 120 additional places being provided in medicine for example. We've also seen new routes being provided in Mm. terms of access to different courses. So never before, we work very closely um, with Minister Harris, never before have we seen um, such accessibility in terms of, of college places. And in terms of students, you know, um, you know, uh, dropping out uh, uh, and all of that, that has always and consistently been a feature yeah. of...
0: I, 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 again, I, I have to put it to you. I mean, we've artificially inflated the grades by, by 8%. We will have students missing out on their course to get the maximum level of points. The integrity of the system has been undermined. You've made a political decision here.
1: No, I I don't think that's true. What I have made is a decision that is in the best interest of fairness for the for the class of 2023. And, you know, you, you know, you reference, I suppose, the, the accommodations that have been given to them. Again, I will say to you, um, the accommodations that were given to the students in terms of the class of 2023 are different on the exam paper to the accommodations that were given to the previous cohort in 22. There was two rounds of accommodations on the paper in terms of, you know, greater choice and less questions to answer for the class of 2022. That was different this year. Um, they had the greater choice, but they did not have the less questions to answer. So we are beginning to ensure that the paper of 2023 is more akin to the paper of, 20, uh, of 2019. So we have begun, if you like, the clawback. But in terms of um, the overall grade uplift, I again, and I'll reiterate it because I think it's important to say this group of students are not like previous students. They did not have an opportunity to sit a state exam in terms of the junior cycle. That meant they didn't have the experience uh, that other students, would have yeah. had. So that's not fair in terms of the, the I suppose, the opportunities okay. and the privileges no, and, and you Jackson, have, you 2019 have, that point, have and you you they have
0: didn't that have. Uh, two quick things before we let you go, Minister. Uh, are you hopeful, you've you've already announced, you announced for, uh, last year the introduction of free school books for primary school. Are you hopeful that, that will be extended to secondary school in the upcoming budget?
1: Well, it is a landmark moment in Irish education that comes September as the primary schools return. And um, parents and guardians will not have to pay for um, primary school books. That's an investment of over £53 million by the department. I've never made a secret of the fact that it is my um, sincere aspiration uh, that we would be in a position to deliver similar uh, or something akin to it at post-primary. It is a budgetary consideration, um, but I, it is my hope that, you know, over time that we will be in a position to deliver similar. Right, are you pushing for
0: for this year's budget?
1: Well, I am um, certainly, I have many competing, I suppose, challenges at budget. It's certainly part of my consideration for budget, but it, it is part of negotiation, no doubt.
0: OK, very briefly as well, uh, a lot of students returning to secondary school uh, today. Someone back yesterday, they're going back to schools, particularly in Dublin, that don't have enough teachers. Would you consider the idea of a Dublin levy, a Dublin subsidy for uh, for teachers, or how are you going to tackle the shortage in teachers?
1: Look, again, I I want to be very clear. I don't underestimate the challenges for many principals, and I know it is particularly acute in Dublin, more so perhaps in other areas, but there are challenges in other areas. But... uh I do want to say as well that the, you know, the challenges that we face in, in education are not unique to the education sector. We're seeing similar across a whole variety of, of sectors, whether it's retail or hospitality or healthcare, care. Um, you know, but in, the, in, in having said all that, we've not stood still, you know, in education. We have looked at a whole variety of measures, whether it's, um, you know, 600 additional places being made available for initial teacher training. Um, we've never had more teachers actually in the system than we do have now, for example, over the last couple of years, four and a half thousand additional posts at primary, four and a half thousand additional posts at post-primary. Fairness, a
0: cold comfort me. to those parents who are seeing their kids. I'm one of them who are seeing their kids in free classes uh, because there isn't enough teachers.
1: Well, to be fair, you know, we have also, because we must acknowledge what we have done because this is a short-term, a medium-term and a long-term project, if you like. So we have... An increase of 22% registered with the Teaching Council. We have more than 3,000 student teachers in third and fourth year who have made themselves available um, to teach. We have upskilling programmes. We have teacher share programmes between schools. Um, lifted restrictions on career break. We have teachers who train abroad who can now do their induction at home. So we are looking at a whole variety of, of proactive measures in education. And you specifically referenced the Dublin Allowance. You know, I want to be clear. I'm happy to look at every single proposal that's put on the table. But I want to be clear too in terms of the Dublin Allowance. Allowance, you know, um, challenges are not unique to Dublin in terms of fairness across all areas. Secondly, I suppose, you know, the Dublin announced is being heralded because of what people are seeing in, in London. Uh, and they speak of the London Allowance. But, you know, our teachers come, you know, October time will be on a, a similar pay scale of €42,000, um, mm. you know, which includes the London Allowance when you look at that and it actually hasn't solved the problem in London. Minister. And the last thing just to say about it, you know, the public sector is not unique to teachers so I suppose whatever would be done there would have to be done across the board uh, in terms of you know, Gardaí or, or healthcare workers. Yeah. So it's, it's not without its complexities.
0: Okay, we will leave it there. Minister Education, Minister Norma Foley, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning.